Deanna, also known as Didi. I'm super excited to be here right now, and I'm super excited to share my story, share where I came from. This is a long-awaited podcast because I've been trying to do this for so long, but I always pushed it back for some reason, so I'm super, super excited to be here again. Tune in every Monday because every Monday I'm going to be coming out with a new episode. I'm also going to be bringing people on to tell some tea, to tell some like client horror stories and tell like how it is to be an actual business owner or have their own business. So again, tune in every Monday because this is going on Spotify, Apple Music and all that. But today I want to be talking about how I started and the long journey I went through um, becoming an esthetician and what I had to go through to become an esthetician. I think my cra- my story is pretty, I mean, it's not the craziest, but it's kind of like, man, I, I've been through a lot trying to become an esthetician. So this is, this is perfect to start, to share my story. But anyways, I am 24 years old, owning a spa right here in Rancho Cucamonga. And, you know, when I first started, I didn't even know that I wanted to do facials and waxing and all that. Like, I really just enjoyed doing makeup because that was my passion at the time. So I was like, you know, makeup, makeup, makeup. I didn't really think about the skin and I didn't think about, you know popping pimples for the rest of my life I thought that was kind of weird (laughs) so did my mom so did my family when I actually mentioned that I wanted to become an esthetician my mom was just like absolutely not you're not doing that it's not a real job you won't get money from that so it kind of brought me you know down because I was just like okay maybe she's right maybe I shouldn't become an esthetician maybe I should just do something what she wants in like the field and like my brother at the time was going to nursing school so I was just like kind of like oh like I have to go to become a nurse or something because I was like girl like I can't like I don't know like college was just never for me so if your family or you know whoever's telling you that education is everything in my opinion I don't think education is everything I think you should follow your dreams I think that you should do what you want and don't let anyone stop you from chasing that and I'm here to motivate you and inspire you to do that so that's exactly what this podcast is about to motivate you show you well tell you how actual business run and things people won't tell you so when I first started I started at Sephora I was 18 years old. I was straight out of high school. Again, I was super into makeup, but when I first got my first job, I was 16 years old working for fragrances. I was selling fragrances and I, for some reason, I just, fragrance was everything. Like I just knew so much about the notes and the fragrances and stuff like that. So I got hired when I first got hired at Sephora. I was fi- I was hired in like the fragrance department. I wasn't straight hired into the makeup department. I was hired as a fragrance consultant. Um, I don't know if they have like the different worlds now. It's been so long. Um, but yeah, I was hired first in fragrances. And then, so at that time, there is this like, 
at the fragrance wall, there's like this like line that you can't pass. Like you cannot pass that line unless they tell you to or like someone switches off because again, there's like expensive fragrances on the wall. So you can't go on to like the makeup world or the makeup side or the skincare side. So they like made me stay in a freaking small corner at all times. And I would always break the rules. I was never listening. And for some reason, like I would always like tell them like all the time, like, I don't want to be in this fragrance. I don't want to be in the makeup side. And I would always break the rules. Like they would always have me on that side. And I would cross that line every single, every single shift I would cross that line. So they were like, you know what? We can't have Deanna on this wall anymore. Like she's breaking the rules. They knew I was going to make up. They knew I was like into like all these looks. I would come into work all the time, like make a beat. I'm talking about cookies, half cookies, all of that. So I was always coming into like work, for, like if I worked in like the makeup side, but um so one day I came into work and they talked to me in the back and they were like, hey, we need to talk to you. You've been crossing this line so many times, but we know that you're always upselling in the makeup side every single time. Like if someone came in for a foundation, I would ask them, hey, do you need like a primer with that or do you need something with that? And I was always upselling more than I was in fragrance side. So I was like, oh, you're going to promote me into the freaking makeup side finally so I, it was like not even two months that I was into Sephora that they started promoting me into the makeup world and I was really happy but then the pay was the same <laughs> I didn't get a raise so pay was the same but at that time like I didn't really care I was just caring about like oh my god I'm doing makeup like I'm gonna do makeup all the time what I didn't know is that if you do makeup at Sephora, you have to get certified through them in order to take like appointments and stuff. So I was just like, oh, okay. That's another thing I had to go through. So I went to the makeup world and I was there for like maybe two months, three months, just color matching all the time. And they were like, hey, do this appointment for us, but like do like a like a mini service. So it was just like the eyeshadow. And I think like I nailed it so good. They were like, hey, we need to certify this girl like ASAP, like ASAP. (laughs) And I was just like, ASAP. (laughs) So about like a week after that, I did that service. Then they um, like did like a, they have to like certify you. And it was like a quick, not an interview, so I'm sorry. Like a, what is it? Um, Basically like where you, not audition. Like, yeah, you're like, you kind of audition (laughs) in a way your time to do like two looks in like a certain time and like I did and I passed it so the first time I passed and at that point I was like in the beauty studio and I was doing like appointments every Saturday Sunday and like stuff like that but for some reason when I was working at Sephora I was just not I was happy and don't get me wrong Sephora is a great company if you're gonna start off like it's a great company to work for but I was just always looking for something better for myself. And I think I just, I was happy there, but I was just not content with certain things and like how the managers ran certain things. So I was just always looking for different jobs. So at that point, um, Morphe Brushes was like a huge brand and it was barely upcoming. 
and they had opened this bus store right there in Victoria Garden in Spanish they were opening up like a hundred stores that that year so that happened to be like one of them and I never thought to like even try to apply for that I was like nah there's probably so many people that are gonna apply for this spot let me like not try but somebody was telling me like no Deanna like try so I tried and I think I was like I don't even remember. I think I was probably like 19 and a half years old, something around there, turning 20. And I applied for it. And then within like a week after applying, I got a call to audition for, like it wasn't even a interview. It was like you had to audition for it. So you had to do like makeup in front of like people, like in front of like the managers and stuff at that time. And like you had to do a look in like under 10 minutes. I don't really remember, but there were so many people in that room. It was like at a hotel conference room and it was like super scary and I was super nervous. And yeah, so it was like the first audition. Once you pass that, then you go to the second part, which was the actual interview with the manager of the store. And if they like you, then you move forward. So at that time, I, you know, passed the first interview, which was audition. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, I, <laughs> like there were so many people there, y'all. I think there was, like, 15 people to a room. And, like, how is it that one person came across me and, like, seen my work? Like, they wouldn't even come my side. So I was, like, super nervous. Like, no, nah, I didn't get this. But I guess they, they noticed it. So, um, yeah, I went in for the interview with the manager, and I got that job. And... At that time, Sephora was losing a lot of employees. So, like, I think they would take another loss if they lost me. So my manager, like, fought for me. She was like, hey, we'll give you a higher pay. Um, We'll give you more hours. We'll do this. And I was super contemplating in between, like, Morphe or Sephora. Because they weren't both paying me that. I think about it now. But at that time, it was, like, a really good pay. Um, So I was just like, you know what? I told my Sephora manager, let me think about it. Like, let me think about it because this is a whole new opportunity. And again, I wasn't as happy at Sephora as I was before. So I was just like really contemplating about everything. And yeah, so um, time went on. It was like three days after and Morphe called me that I actually got that job. So I was really stuck in between <laughs> Morphe or Sephora And I was, like, talking to my mom about it, and I was still going to college. Keep in mind, I was still in school because my mom didn't believe in anything else. Education, education, college, college, college. So she was just like, whatever one works for your schedule. And um, I think something told me, like, deep inside, like, go for Morphe. Go for Morphe. They're not going to pay you like Sephora told you they were going to pay you, but it's a new opportunity. So I had declined that offer from my manager at Sephora and she was pissed. <laughs> she was so mad. I kind of, I remember she didn't even say goodbye to me, but I ended up leaving. And, um, I put my two weeks in and then the two weeks after that, I immediately started Sephora, I mean, Morphe training. So I, Probably Morphe was probably like one of the best jobs I've ever had. Not the bestest job. We'll get to that. But probably one of the best jobs that I've ever had. So I met really good people into Morphe. I met my best friend at Morphe. And I'm super thankful for everyone that I met there. 
it was really fun, but I just, there was nowhere to grow there. It was like manager position or nothing. So they would always promise this stuff. And I was just like, no, it's not, it's not happening. And I was there for like, I want to say like eight months, nine months and nothing was changing. So it was cool for the opportunities that I got to have, but it was just like, it was, I just felt stuck at that point. And I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. So again, I was always starting to look for another job and I was always looking for higher pay because at that point, like your girl was struggling about the pay and everyone wanted hours. And so I came across this manager position. It was a counter manager position for Longcomb inside of Macy's in San Bernardino. And again, I was just like, I always knew myself was like, I just always told myself, like, I always wanted to be higher and just, like, I just knew my work ethic and I knew that me being a regular beauty artist wasn't going to stop. Like, I just knew me being higher position and I knew how to run something. Like, I just told myself, like, I could never settle for less. So, um, I interviewed for, or I applied for the counter manager position at Macy's didn't expect a call because I was just like I have no background or knowledge about <laughs> being a manager and I kind of like bs it a little bit <laughs> on my resume but um yeah I just didn't see myself getting that call back but I did within like a week they're like hey we want to come in for an interview and I was like oh hell yeah in my head I was like oh hell yeah I want to come in for an interview so I did and at that time, I was going to school, so I was like, I can't work full-time, but I can work something out. So um, I went in for an interview, passed the first one. There was, like, three of them, passed the second one, and then the third one. So now my pay was, like, double, maybe, from when I was working at Morphe. Yeah, it was, like, double. But, oh, my God, y'all. Like, this was, like... It wasn't even like the job itself. I think it was just like the freedom that I had. I had zero freedom to do any type of looks. And again, I was super obsessed with makeup at the time. And like Longcomb is known for like a super natural brand and not heavy makeup. So I was just like, I was depressed. It was the worst time of my life. And like the people there it was just, it was just crazy. Like I, I felt so much anxiety going into work. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do with today? So I was just like, you know what? No, like this isn't the job for me. And I realized that like probably maybe a, like a month and a half into it, I was just already miserable. And that's how you know the job wasn't for you. So, um, but one thing that I really took from working at Macy's and, you know, working at that counter was, that's what made me fall in love with like skincare because all the pushing was skin, skin, skin. Like you had to do skin every time. Like push the push a serum, push a moisturizer, like push, push it all the time. And a lot of the people that shopped there were older. They were not younger. They were in their 70s, 80s. Okay. I'm not they were older. And so <laughs> they wouldn't even really come for makeup. They would come for like a serum or something, but Again, like my upsell was crazy. So I was always upselling them with stuff. And like their skincare was like $300 for a serum, $200 for a serum. So it was crazy. My numbers were pretty high. Um, but I just 
did not fall in love with the brand as much as I thought I would. So I kind of just started and I was just at that point, I was just really miserable. I felt like I was seeing my life flash before my eyes. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I would tell people like, yeah, along comes an amazing brand. But then I would be lying like, oh my God, I'm miserable. Like just everything about it. Like I could not do makeup the way I dressed. It was just everything. So plus the management, I'm sorry if you work at Mason's and I already know this is not for you. <laughs> horrible, horrible. Could not, could not work with them at all but um I ended up one day just quitting and I did not have a backup plan I didn't even have a lot of money in my account I didn't even apply for another job still going to school just probably had like four hundred dollars in my bank account had no money and I was that miserable and I just knew at that moment that maybe I've always dreamt of being an esthetician, but I never pushed myself because I've been getting facials since I was 17, 24 now. So I already knew what it was, but I didn't think like, oh, maybe it's like really hard to do. So I, those like Dr. Pimple Poppers videos at the time were like super satisfying, but <laughs> what pushed me was like long comb, like skin, 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 skincare, skincare, skincare. But again, I just quit one day to another and had no job for like a month I was jobless for like a month a month and a half and I remember just going to school and like I would hate it I hated everything about it waking up going to school like I would not even do my homework because that's how much I hated, <laughs> I hated school like I just could not focus and I was only doing it for my mom because again she just thought education was everything never did it for myself. So, um, I started looking for a job because I was like running out of money. And again, I was paying bills. I was like paying this. Like if I wanted to go out, I had to pay my own. I had a car. So it was just a lot. So again, I was looking for a job on Indeed. Shout out Indeed. Um, and I came across this listing of Urban Decay in Century City, which is right next to Beverly Hills. And I was like, oh, maybe Urban Decay is a good brand. Maybe they'll treat me right. Maybe they'll let me create makeup. Because again, I was still obsessed with makeup. But I was trying to get more into skin because I, my skin was popping. I, shit, I would use serums, everything, and toner, serums, everything, double moisturizer, all this. But um, I found that listing of Urban Decay. And I was like, you know what, let me just try to apply for it. And it was another manager position. And I was just like, oh gonna be so hard going from Sephora just a beauty artist and then getting certified and then going to Morphe going back down to a beauty artist and going to a manager maybe I do have a chance of getting this job so I applied and then I want to say like maybe like two weeks after that I didn't get no call for like two weeks they were just like they called me up and they said hey it's Diana da 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 coming for an interview Actually, at that time, they did all their phone interviews, nothing in person, all phone. And I was like, yeah, we can have like a, it was like a FaceTime type of interview. I was like, yeah, we can meet. And I was super excited. And I went through like four interviews. It was crazy. And at the point, at that time, I was just like, oh my God, I hope I get this job. 
What I didn't realize is the distance. <laughs> it was like, I don't care. It's a job. I was getting paid. The pay was fire at that time. I was, what, 20? I want to say like 21, 20, 22 years old. And I was like, hell yeah, this pay is super good. Like, I'm going to, you know. So I, I, you know, talked to the manager at the time and I would pass all four interviews. Then never even seen this store, okay? Never met the managers in person, never met the employees. I never even, I didn't even know where this place was at. Century City Mall in Century City, right next to Beverly Hills. Keep in mind, I live in Ranchukukamonga. That was like a two and a half hour commute one way with traffic. Crazy. And I... I think like at that point, I was just kind of relieved that I got this job because I was like, oh, they're going to pay me really good. I'll work here for a couple months. But working there was probably the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. It opened so many doors for me and it pushed me, motivated me. I met the best people out there. And yeah, like I just, I loved it out there. I wanted to live this LA lifestyle and like, oh my God, LA, I'm working in LA. I'm with like, I was seeing influencers, all these people, and I thought, this is it. I'm about to do famous person's makeup, and we're about to get signed. Like That's what my instinct was, but in reality, that store was actually going out of business. <laughs> we got, like, no customers coming into that store. It was so dead, but the people, are like, working there were just so good and so amazing, and they let me create all these looks, and... I was free. I got to do whatever I wanted with my face and create, create, and create. Like, keep in mind, again, I was still going to school. But I was like, I I think like one day I kind of like realized like, my God, I'm getting older. And my mom was just college college in college and I was like no 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 (laughs) and I kind of was just like following what she wanted in education and stuff like that but in reality like I just fell in love with the beauty industry itself and like doing like services for people and like if it was you're doing your makeup or like something I just always loved helping people and being around people so I knew like that nine-to-five job wasn't for me so when I was actually out there, I was working at Urban Decay for like nine, 10, no, like, yeah, 10 to 11 months. And I was in my English class one time and I remember like taking this test and like, I just broke down. I think it was just like my anxiety. I was just like, oh my God, like, first of all, I didn't know the damn test. Second of all, I was just like, oh my God, like I can't do it. Like I can't do what other people want and that at that time in urban when I was at urban I already knew that I wanted to be an esthetician I already knew that I wanted to do what my facial lady was doing she inspired me she's the reason why I'm an esthetician so I already knew that's what I wanted I wanted to be an esthetician I wanted to pop pimples I didn't get into waxing but I got into pimples and I knew that was my calling I knew that I wanted to that was my career 
like I knew I could make something out of that. So I remember it was my English class taking that test and I just like broke down. Like I was like in the back and I was like in the corner and I was like crying. I was like, oh my God, I can't, like, I can't do this. And I like wrote whatever on my test and I wrote my name and I never went back to school. I dropped out and I never went back. And I didn't tell my mom that. I actually, she did not know that I didn't go to school for like two months. <laughs> she thought I was going to school and I would lie. Like, yeah, I have homework. In reality, I didn't. And and she was like kind of noticing like why I wasn't going to school as much. And like I told her like, you know, we're just online. <laughs> and she bought it. So I was like, no, we're doing online homework. You know, nothing crazy. We don't have to go in, whatever. So COVID wasn't an existing thing that otherwise I would have been my excuse. But anyways, um, I didn't tell her that I dropped out. I was hiding it for a long time and I was at Urban and I was working more. And at that time I was really looking into like esthetician schools and I was, you know, looking at how much they were and like the cost of them and like doing my research on them. And I remember that I looked at this one school, it's called Aveda. Veda school it's right there in um Beverly Hills as well $20,000 school and I was like all right I gotta start stripping or something because that's not gonna be an easy thing to come up with again I was just did not know how much it would actually cost so that was a no-go I went to another school also no-go keep in mind I checked around six different schools none of them were like 10,000 or less. They were all above 10,000. And every single time I went to an esthetician school, every esthetician school, their moms or family would go with them to like tour the school. And I would always go by myself and they would look at me like a weirdo because I would be by myself taking notes, going in the office, talking to them and them asking me like, oh, when do you want to start? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I don't have that $20,000. So no, I'm not going to school. And like trying to convince myself like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. I didn't know that the school... It was this expensive. And at that point, I gave up and I was like, no, I don't think I could, this isn't for me. And I just kept looking and looking and looking. And my mom found out that I stopped going to school. She was pissed. I think she got a letter. She doesn't tell me how she found out. I don't know how she did, how she found out. But she texted me one day and she was like, are you still going to school? I was shitting it. I was like, yes. She was like, no, don't mind. I'm like, oh my God, okay. Nah, I dropped out. And she hung up the phone. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. But anyways, so I just, after that, like she talked to me, I went home and she talked to me. She's like, why did you drop out? And I was like, you can't make me do something I don't want to do. There is just, I want to be an esthetician. I want to go to school to pop pimples that's what I want and she looked at me like there's no money in that you're never gonna be successful and it wasn't just my mom I love my mom's death it wasn't just my mom telling me that there was multiple people telling me that being an esthetician was a joke because people that work for I don't know, like Massage Envy, they get paid like $12 at that time, $12 an hour, $11 an hour, and they do like 10 facials a day. But I told myself I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to work under somebody. I wanted to work for myself. And I said that from day one 
I'm not doing it. I'm not working for anyone else. I'm working my for myself. So um, I kind of like told my mom and like cried to her and I'm like, why don't you support me? Like, this is something that I really want to do. Like, just, this is like my dream, you know? Like, I don't know what it is. Like, something is telling me to go that way. And I, you know, I don't know what it is. Like, I really don't know. At that time, I was just like, I just want to be an esthetician. Like, I want to go to school and I want to do this. And I'm sorry, I can't work a nine to five. And I'm sorry, I can't be a nurse like my brother. I don't know. I just can't do it. So I was always like that child. I was like, oh my God, like that trouble child. That was me. So um, one day I was at Urban and I was working and my mom texted me. She's like, hey, we need to talk. And I was like, yeah, what's up? When you get home? And I was like, okay, this is a talk. So I went home and she was telling me, she's like, do you really want to be an esthetician? And I was like, hell yes, I want to be an esthetician. Like, this is all I want. She's like, please support me. Like, please, please, please support me. She's like, okay, let's go check out a school. Do you have one in mind? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I actually was going to go look at one in Riverside if you wanted to come. Or Corona, my bad, my, my Corona. And I was like, I'm actually going to go look at it. Like, if you want to come, because I've been looking at so many schools. Like, if you want to come check it out, you can come with me. And I was, she was like, yeah, I'll go with you. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what's wrong with this woman right now? She's tripping. Like, something. someone put something in her drink. Like, I thought she was tripping. And... We really went to the school and like we took a tour of it and this was like the cheapest school that I found. It was a $6,000 school. It wasn't the nice looking, but it was, you get your license. It's the same license that if you were to go to a $20,000 school, it's the same license at any other school. Any other esthetician school, it's the same license. So again, I, we went and we took a tour and we sat down with the owner of the school and pretty much I told her like, how does this work? Cause I work and there's full time, there's part time. And I told her, well, I told her, I was like, well, I work full time. But at the time Urban Decay was doing down bad. Like they worked, the store was doing like $30 a day. It was down bad. No customers coming in because there was a huge Sephora in that mall Everyone got their Urban Decay products at that Sephora. So our store was like not pushing it like any other store. We would be empty. Sometimes we would get customers coming in. So we were down bad. So I already knew like oh, we're eventually going to be closed down because at that time it was just not doing so good. So I was like, you know what? But if I have to quit, I would. To come to school? Absolutely. Like I'll quit on the spot. And she was like, you know what? We do have full time. We have part time. And, you know, the only thing is that we don't do financial aid as all the other schools because it wasn't like a college. It was like a private school. So you basically pay like half down and then like make the payments like eventually when you start going to school. And um, I didn't have that $3,000 at the time. So I was like tripping. I was like, oh my God, like I didn't have that money. And my mom was like, let's sign her up. And I look at her and I'm like, And she's like, if this is what you want, I'm going to do it for you. Because there's nothing that I can tell you that will make you not, like, you can't, I can't convince you otherwise. Basically, she knew, like, this was it. This was uh, the last straw. Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to go back to college. She already knew that. She already knew I wasn't going to go back to school. So, yeah, she had her checkbook. 
in her car. So I don't know if this woman was expecting to already pay or I don't know what she was doing. I don't know what her plan was. But she brought out her checkbook and she wrote that $3,000 check on the spot. And I looked at her and I was like, I was like crying, y'all. Like I really was tearing up because I was like, oh my God, like (sighs) I'm really going to esthetician school and I'm really hyped about it and I'm super excited. And I told her, I promise, I promised her that she won't be disappointed, that I will be successful. I told her that that I'm putting my 500,000% into this. And I started school like two weeks after that. I was starting school. And um, yeah, we went outside and just cried to her and I told her, thank you. Like, I'll pay you back. She's like, no, you don't have to. Like, you can make the other $3,000 in payment yourself, but I paid half of it for you. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's fine. So um, <laughs> I was like, how am I going to pay that $3,000 back though? Like, I'm going to quit Irving because I'm about to try to go to school full time. And I ended up putting my two weeks at Urban and I actually got another job, which I'm not going to mention where because probably the worst job I've ever had in my entire life out of worse than Macy's. It was the worst job, but that's what kind of um, turned me into like this makeup instructor. It was like a makeup instructor job and I was a manager for the store as well. <sighs> We're not going to talk about that because that's like a whole other story, but <laughs> What I am going to say is I am thankful for them showing me, um, you know, showing me the ropes about teaching, showing me how to not be scared in front of like people watching you and people like learning from you. So I am thankful for that, but I'm not going to mention that job. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I worked there for (laughs) shitty ass job, probably worked there for like a month and I just made a couple, you know, a couple bucks here and there and saved my money. And I actually went to their competitor and I started working for them. And I'm not going to also mention them, but they know if you're listening to this, you know, if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) It was the best, one of the best schools that I worked at teaching. And because I've had experience teaching at another school, like that's why I got hired at that school. So my class at the second school was just bigger. The environment was better. The manager was better. The owner, everything about it was just top notch. And I'm still really good friends with the owner. But I was only working there um, maybe like the weekend. Yeah, just like the weekends I was just teaching. But that was enough money for me to save. And um, again, I was getting paid very, very well for teaching those classes and I started saving all my money to start paying off my esthetician school. And um, when I was at esthetician school, it was kind of rocky because, like, I didn't really – how do I say this? Like, you're just surrounded by so many other females that are, are going to be in the same industry. So it was kind of, like, threatening in a way. Like, I don't know, smarter. and It, it was just a lot. But um, – you keep in mind that there was nails, or there was nails, there was cosmos, and then there was us estheticians. Shout out to Amy's Beauty School. That's where I went. Corona, California, period. That's where I went. Um, but again, I just was really not I don't want to say threatened, because I was really threatened. I was just like, damn. 
so many people else want to pop pimples. Like, but there wasn't even, it wasn't even like that. I feel like it was more like people wanted different things like lash extensions, like wax and facials. And like, I got brought into like a whole new world of like wax. Cause I didn't really know what waxing was. So I just knew my mindset was facials. I never got brought into like the waxing world. When I started going into school, it was like, oh, there's wax. And I'm like, let me think about that. Like wax. Then I was like, sounds interesting. Let me think about it. And I started like practicing at school and I was like, you know what? Maybe possibly this is, this is me too. And I got really good at it. And I took a course of waxing actually, because they didn't teach me that we kind of taught ourselves everything. Shout out YouTube. And, um, yeah, so I practiced it and I took a class for it. And like, I was like, man, I think that waxing kitties is my calling. Right. Let me just, let me just say that. Cause I got so good at it. There was just, okay. I'm not saying like the first, first time. Okay. Cause I burned someone's kitty off, but like the fourth and fifth time <laughs> I was just like really good at it. And I started, you know, posting on my Instagram, like, oh, free kitty wax. Cause I wanted to get better. I wanted content at that time. Um, while I was going to school, I didn't mention this. Um, I did make a beauty page. Well, I already had a beauty page of my makeup. I didn't combine my um, personal to my business. I had my personal and then I had my business. So my business one was makeup. That's why I was taking my makeup clients, but I turned it into my facials. Like I turned it into like my actual like services and stuff. So um, I already had that Instagram. I just converted it into something else. But I was posting on there like, hey, come to my school so I can do a facial for you, free facials. And I had a lot of support. And I would post on my personal like, hey, this is the new route I'm taking into my life. Follow me on my business account. I'm going to be doing facials for free to practice on. I did get a kit from my school. So I was using that shitty ass kit. Ain't going to say what it is. <laughs> But I was, and um, at the time I was doing, going to people's houses to do these free facials if they couldn't come to my school. And I was like, oh, shoot, like I was getting hit up because again, free facials, like why not? And I was like, okay, I gotta invest. I gotta invest in a bed. I have to invest in a steamer. I have to invest in tools. I have to invest in this. I have to invest in that. So the school I was working at was, a very well-paying job that I, and I was very 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 good with my money at the time still am <laughs> but I saved enough money to buy and to put into my business and um yeah so like I just invested that money back into you know buying like if it was like extracting tools a lash like a portable lash bed a steamer like just little things like that and I was doing people's facials for free. <laughs> At that time, I was just like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I just need content to post. And I did maybe like, maybe like eight people for free. And then I went up to like $25 a facial. And I was 
going still going to people's houses did not charge them for gas by the way that's how desperate i was for content um 25 dollars basic facial using my dermalogica kit oh shoot i said it <laughs> but yeah using my dermalogica kit and it was just like annoying because like there would be like kids running around sometimes i'd be in the sala i'd be in the kitchen sometimes they wouldn't offer me water y'all like i would have to pee i'd have to kind of go pee in their house like it was bad so i was like oh my god i can't keep doing this like at the time my brother had um he was moving out of my house and we had an extra bedroom and i was like mom like i think i want to potentially do my facials here and start promoting my facials you know like just like bringing clients here and then raising my prices because i knew i was doing more work for the 25 dollars and i was buying more products from different brands and it was starting to get expensive so i was like no like i have to charge more and within like a couple months too it wasn't like it wasn't like i didn't do it like slowly i did it within like a couple months because again i was buying a lot of product and i was buying the best of the best for my clients and yeah like i she was like you know what yeah yeah i mean you you could do it let's see like how you know how it turns out because random people are going to be coming into my house so like let's just see how it works out (laughs) and i was like i won't let you down i promise so again i converted my old brother's room into a really nice facial room we painted it floors hung stuff like made it look cute but i was still doing house calls on the side but at that time i was charging I think like 50 or 60 dollars like I, I raised my prices pretty high because I was already um I already knew that I can do facials like I was just what's the word I can't think of that word um you know what I mean <laughs> I just already knew that I was good at facials and I knew that 25 dollars wasn't cutting it and yeah so I raised them to like 50 to 60 and I was charging for gas if I did go to your house and promoting the crap, but I was still an esthetician student, keep in mind. And yeah, so after I finished esthetician school and I got my testing and all that, again, like during all of the whole process of being in school, I was always looking for a way to make myself better. I was working with brands. I was going and doing like, um, you know, like they would teach like like virtually, like you would do like a class with them to get certified with the brand. You would get trained with them, trained with their products. And I was always looking for ways to like better myself. And I never stopped training with certain brands. I was always pushing myself, pushing myself and like always wanting to learn and invest in better products in my kit. So I got rid of my entire kit and I brought a whole new brand in, multiple brands that I was working with that I actually got trained with them. And so, yeah, so that that was that. And I raised my prices up and I started, you know, building my clientele, which I'm going to make a whole nother episode on that. And you know, like that whole side of building your clientele, like pricing, how to in- get yourself out there, like engage with your followers and stuff and like how to make like a, you know, platform for yourself. But 
at that time, I started getting like a lot of support from random people. Like it wasn't even like my close friends at that time that would come get facials with me. And it would be like random people that would support me from like afar. And like they seen my growth from like growth from like Sephora, Morphe and like Macy's Urban. Like they would always message me like, oh my God, girl, like I see you growing, keep moving this and that. Those were the people that supported me and doing facials on them and like supported me in like first trying like, you know, like just I'm working on them. Like they trusted me, like random people. So it's always the random people that support you on social media are the ones that support you the most. I lost friends and in a lot of this because a lot of them did not support me. Never even seen them in that facial room, not once. So <sighs> haters gonna hate or people ain't gonna support you. Again, when I first started, not a lot of people supported me and they thought it was a joke. Family, friends, and you know who you are. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Again, they thought it was a joke. Now, after one year of being in that whole room, I built up my clientele to where it is now and I'm a 24 year old business owner with her own shop and it's just crazy to me to see how I've grown so much and how at one point like no one believed in me no one thought it was real everyone thought it was a joke everyone thought being an esthetician waxing coochies popping pimples ain't gonna get you anywhere well baby we in 22 now, we, we we racking up over here and I'm super satisfied of where I am and there's so much more to come. So if anyone ever tells you, you can't do something, ignore them, F- the haters, do what you do, believe in it. Business is probably, owning your own business is probably like the best thing you can ever do. It doesn't even have to be in like the beauty or service industry. I think it has to do with like if you want to open up something like with food or selling something or like if you put your mind like 100% into this or whatever business you open, I promise you, you'll get somewhere. Don't let anyone ever tell you you can't ever, ever. But after that, you know, I was in my room. I was just like always... My mom started noticing, like, going back to that story, my mom started noticing, like, you're really popping. <laughs> like, they'd be, like, random, like, <laughs> eight to nine people randomly coming into this house. And she'd be like, who are these people? And it wasn't even, like, people, like, obviously not from Instagram. It was, like, a lot of, like, word by mouth like oh go to my esthetician Deanna go to my esthetician Deanna go here go here like she's really good and like it was always how I treated my clients like I never left them unsatisfied and I always left them you know looking good if it was a wax it was a facial and I didn't mention this but like during the time that I was in my room I wanted to do more than facials and wax I was getting into like tooth gems and teeth whitening and I wanted a place and I wanted a place where I want, when I moved into my, um, my room where you can go 
and you can do everything. You can get everything done. You can get a facial, wax, um, you can get your teeth whined. You can do everything in one setting. Literally everything, beauty. That was my goal. So I, yeah, I got in, I got trained. Every single thing I've done, by the way, you guys, I've gotten trained by. I've never done it self-taught. Let's just put that out there. Tooth gems, teeth whining. Um, I did like the gel X nails at one point. And what else? Like there's so many things, like different types of facials, um, chemical peels, um, eyelash extensions. I did that for a while brow lamination i did that like trains i trained for everything y'all like everything like i went and i actually got trained for it um and all the money i was always making never spent it on myself (laughs) i put a little bit of money on the side for myself but i never spent it for myself so i yeah like i invested it all back into my business and like certain things like got popping like the teeth whining like I just started getting really good at everything I was doing and yeah I just was confident in every work I've done I was confident and if you weren't satisfied I had you come back until (laughs) but that really never happened let's put that out there okay (laughs) but um yeah like my mom was just like who are these people coming into my house there's like eight or nine people every single day I work seven days a week never took a day off never took a day off even if i was the saddest i would never take it off i was going through some stuff personally at the time and never took days off i was work 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 money 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 like that's all i thought about and like i was just like this is what i love doing and i'm doing it like i was like oh my god i was tripping up and my mom was like you know what i think you should like let's start looking for a spot and I was like, I can't afford that right now. Like, I can't afford that right now. She's like, but you can. But you can. But you can. And I was like, yeah, I probably can. But, like, do I want to? And, like, do I want to go that route? And I really thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to push myself because that's what I've always done. I've always took a leap of faith and trusted myself and put 5,000% into everything I've done and every single job I've had. I've always put my all into it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I started looking for spots and I went to so many locations and I was just like, no, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. And then the spot that we're actually sitting in right now recording this, um, yeah, I fell in love with it. And they were like, well, this spot's taken. Sorry. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> what like, like, who wants this spot? Like, tell me, let me talk to them. I'll, I'll tell them I want it this bad. And they were like, no, you know, they're going to do nails here and they're going to open up a nail salon and, da, da, da. and this room that the spot that I'm in right now has amazing windows. If you've come to this spot, you know, and they're like, but they might back out. We'll let you know. You'll be like upcoming. And I was like, oh, perfect like please let me know but they had another spot available but i was just not intrigued i was like but it's not that spot and a week after that call i didn't even look for another spot i was just so set on this spot that i didn't even care about every other spot that i seen and there was a couple spots that i already put like applications in like i just there was it was just like 
I didn't care about those spots. Like I wanted the spot that I'm in right now. And yeah, they were like a week later, they were like, Hey, just your luck. They don't want it. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, on the phone, like, Oh really? You know, they don't want it. Can I take it? And they're like, Oh, we need to run some paperwork. We need to run your credit. And at that point, you guys, let me tell you, let me put that out there. Credit is important. I'm not your mother. I'm telling you right now, you start your credit, make sure your credit's good. A1, started my credit very young, built my credit, and I was taught right to build your credit. So <laughs> I was like, oh, no problem, baby, run that shit, because I already knew. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but I was like, oh, already confident. That's it. No problem. And um, yeah, I did some paperwork, my application, ran my credit, and within like a week and a half, or like, yeah, two weeks. Hey, you got approved. This is your spot. I was like, Whoa. I was literally at Target. I remember I was walking down an aisle looking for some towels for my facial stuff. And I got that call. And I got the call that that's your store. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? What do you mean? Like, I got approved? Like, they're like, yeah, you just need to come in and uh, do some paperwork and we'll hand you over your keys. And I was like, no fucking way. What? What? Like, this thing. <laughs> Screaming Target. Made a scene. Just embarrassed myself. And those, that place was just, I was screaming. I was like, mom, mom, I was screaming. I was like, where are you at? And I freaking called her. I was like, we got approved. They want to do this now. And she was like, no way, really? I was like, yes. It went crazy, went crazy. And I went literally that night. It was at Target again. I was like at six o'clock at night. And then we went and we passed through. I'm like, this is my store. Oh my God, oh my God. And yeah, that the next couple of days, they filed paperwork and they needed to do they needed to see like certain things of mine obviously licensing and all of that and did not know <laughs> how hard it was to go through the city and to do certain things and again we're not going to talk about it in this episode but we will talk about it eventually and the whole background of what people don't tell you about the business and like yeah so much to it but um <laughs> Yeah, like we just started building up my business. I started saving up so much money and still working. Again, working a lot and busted my booty every single day. Every single day, seven days a week. Did not have time to really go out. Just always, always tired. And if you knew me at one point, and if you know me and you're listening to this, you knew I was always popping eyelash extensions nails done hair done makeup always done i was just looking like a mess looked always crappy eye bags tired every time you see me how are you deanna oh i'm just really tired because <laughs> i was just so exhausted of how much i worked but that's because i put everything into this business i put blood sweat and tears well not really they say that i really did do that like every single day didn't even hesitate about taking a day off and like going out and going out with friends like I didn't even think about that that wasn't even on my mind it was just like work 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 and you know 
teaching my sorry I started teaching courses too and I was like education is me I know how to teach I know how to do this like I knew how to run it and I knew that education and my esthetician background well facials and all that waxing I knew that this was just the beginning so yeah I went through so much with my store took a long time to build from nothing to where I'm at right now and I am very very grateful and super I get emotional sometimes because I'm like oh man like we in my store right now like this is all it's not it's not a room it's not a rental booth booth rental it's not a phoenix salon or a place it's a store like it's actual spa like I don't know how I came this far and let's go back to like my whole mom thing because my mom looks at me sometimes and just I can tell how proud she is of me and how much she feels bad of like putting me down and not believing in me and a lot of people actually not just that family members apologize for not believing in me and for thinking that this was a joke and friendships that I've lost and just like so many things that came with owning a business like it felt so good to accomplish something like I felt like I was on (laughs) I was just up there like I was at my I had power I was like oh my god like yes you I told you like that's all I wanted to say but all I said was like it's okay it's okay we're going up from here we're going up and my mom is the biggest support in all of this she's my backbone she's my partner she believes in everything that I do supports me in every single move that I make and yeah she'll give me her opinion on it but then again I push myself and I and then she ends up like when I convince her, she's like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like <laughs> I get, I have like the best support system and I'm so grateful for everyone that's in my life. I'm super grateful for the clients in the very beginning that trusted me with their face. If you were that client that I did for free and you were that client that I did for $25 and you were that client that I first started on, I am so, so, so grateful for you and the support I've been getting. And it's just crazy. Like, I'm really out here living my dreams, doing what I told myself I was going to do in the very beginning. And I really couldn't do it without the clients that, you know, trusted me and supported me and, like, the random people that supported me, too. So I'm very, very grateful. And, again, this podcast is all about inspiring, motivating. And every single episode I'm bringing on people in the same industry or different industry talking about their life and how they started hopefully motivating you into like that right direction and if anyone tells you that you can't do something um sorry f them (laughs) you can do and accomplish whatever you want and don't ever let someone tell you that you can't do something because that is not the truth we're so this is we only live once like i'm here and i'm supporting you and i'm literally like started from nothing just going to school college and I was a broke college girl literally and not 
going after what I wanted and the fact that I did is where I'm at now. So hopefully that motivates you and I will see you guys on next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and see you guys later. Bye. Hey guys, it's Deanna. Oh my gosh. I'm, why am I nervous right now? Maybe it's because it's my first podcast. I don't know, but I'm super excited right now. Um, this has been a super long-awaited podcast, and I'm really doing this like... I can't, oh, my... Again. All right. <coughs> yeah, you can close the door. All right. All right. All right. And yeah, you better put these bloopers at the end. I got you. No, because this is it. Oh, I'm still gagging over here. All right. He's really, the worst, um, what is it, podcast manager to ever no, have. No, no. Um, I, I was really Follow like, La Familia yeah. podcast like, on Instagram. No there's no way she wants it. Because you specifically said these little ones. I was like, there's no way she wants that. Don't follow La Familia podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you said told me to go get a shot, I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a bottle. Ah, you should have done that. And then you said, but you specifically said this. You were like, the little ones. I was like, are you sure? And I, since you know, like, that's the place you go to, I was like, oh, she, she must have done this before. She must buy these all the time. For reals now. I'm for reals going to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. They only see, I'm looking at a wall. I need some inspiration. Yeah, look, look at, like. Outside. Outside. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm going to just get on my phone. All right, you, you, you relax and you got, you got this. You sound good. Okay, I asked for um, a shot because your girl's shaking. I specifically, I specifically told you. And the uh, no. podcast <laughs> manager brought me whatever the hell that is. That's what you asked for. That's what you asked for. I specifically didn't want to get that because I knew, I knew there's no way. There's no way. And of course, and I was right. I should have gone like that. I was literally... I, I even walked to the bottle and I was like, I'm just going to buy a like, small bottle. There's no way she wants it. <sighs> All right, I'm calm now. You got it? Yep. All right, I'm going to start over. Start over? That's okay. Take as many times as you want.